Hey everybody, welcome back to Lessons Learned, the podcast where we aim to turn our experiences into your wisdom. I'm Randy, here today with Chris, Jared, Joe, and Talon, and today we're going to be talking about dealing with the loss of friends and family. Hey guys, yeah, so Chris here. Um, so, first off, if you've been following our journey for the past few episodes, me and Jared are back in Omaha. Ooh, the good Omaha, life. Omaha, which it is not. And uh, the air anyway. smells like dog food. Come on, <laughs> yeah. This I miss New England. I want to go back right now, forever. Too, bro. Omaha, Vermont. Omaha, where it smells like dog food right off F Street. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> F's in the chat on F Street. Ooh, hey. get the T-shirt ready. Yeah. So, also, if you've been following uh, our first episode, I believe we talked about. You know, it's been a a little bit of a rough ride here for me, and we had we posted about some delays that were unexpected, and uh, that's for a good reason. And we're gonna go ahead and talk about that this episode. So yeah, so we went back home. You know, we had everything squared away. We're gonna drop our first episode when we were going to a few few weeks ago, Um, and then stuff kicked off. My grandfather, who is probably the closest person I have in my family and like my my personal hero uh started to decline really quickly. He's one so, dope dude. Yeah. And everyone that's met him loves the man. Um and we'll talk about it more throughout here. But basically what had happened was he, you know, he had dementia really bad and the last two weeks just declined super rapidly. So I feel like we want to talk about that today and how People can deal with that and deal with their emotions and, you know, get back on track as much as it sucks. Um, I want to I want to highlight some positive things that I did in some areas that I struggled a lot. And I'm sure I'm not the only one on this episode that can talk to stuff about that. But yeah, with that, I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Talon and see if uh, he's got any experiences with this. Yeah, so uh, I handled death weird or at least i kind of see it as weird just because i don't i don't i've never really like personally handled it as i think most like normal people do so the first time i think i ever realized like someone died in my life was it's probably like five or six uh my aunt passed away my dad uh my dad's sister and the only thing that i remember was like i was in the car and like i like there's firefighters and everything like that and it's like i couldn't i mean i was a kid i didn't really comprehend it at the time and then throughout my life, I've lost uh, like uh, like my great grandmother. And then recently, two years ago, I lost my grandfather. Uh, but like, I mean, that's kind of like how uh, what what I was talking about. Like, I don't really think I deal with death normally because like I I didn't even get to go to his funeral uh, because of work reasons and stuff like that. And I don't know, like I don't think I ever had like a grieving period or anything. So it's like I don't, I don't know, like maybe come like years down the road maybe like stuff like this will just hit me like a like a bus in the face or something but yeah like i don't i didn't really like grieve i don't it's not because i didn't love him or anything like that i don't know i just i feel like i just handled death weird were you super close with him or anything or or like like, how how, was your relationship with him yeah we were we were were pretty close like it wasn't like he was my my best friend or anything like that but he was like the that my grandmother and my and that grandfather they lived like 10 minutes away from us like every single weekend we got to go see them so it's like i got to see them all the time as a kid so i was just like yeah Yeah. i i I don't know like and then i like i joined the air force like i didn't see him like after i joined the air force i probably only saw him like once or twice like maybe once a year for like christmas and then i think it was like my third or fourth year in the air forces and i think yeah third year 
uh that's when he passed away and like i said i didn't even get to go go to his funeral or anything like that so jeez can i yeah. ask you this was it was it sudden or was it kind of like something I, I i'm gonna get into that part more when i talk about mine but was it something that happened suddenly or was it more like you kind of knew it was coming uh so kind of a mix like to to some degree it wasn't sudden so we knew that he had like some health problems but for the most part like he was like he he seemed fine like you would see him and it would be okay uh there was like one point where he was like in the hospital for like a couple of weeks but then he like went home and like it was like oh yeah he might be good for a while and stuff like that and then it was kind of sudden like we knew that he had like some health health issues and everything but I mean, it wasn't like he didn't go in like hospice or anything like that. So it's not like we were just waiting around for a while or anything like that. It was kind of sudden when it did happen. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I would prefer that. Just sudden. Yeah. Just. I mean, it hits you a lot. I don't know. It's it's a double edged sword, really, isn't it? Yeah, I I agree with Joe. And like I said, I'll talk about that more when we get to my portion, because I kind of have a little bit of experience with kind of both sides of that. So, um. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like sudden is worse, honestly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, just just for my example alone, like like I said, I didn't get to get to his funeral or anything like that. I didn't get to see him very soon before it happened or anything either. So, and I don't recall. Yeah, like I don't I don't know the last time I saw him before he did die. Actually, so it's just like if I knew if he was like in the hospital and it's just like yeah, he's not he only has so much time to live. It's like yeah, I would have. Like, I probably would have been able to see him, like, if there was yeah. more notice. Um, like, you, it was almost like you knew, but you didn't know. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah, it's like, yeah, he probably, like, it's just like, yeah, he has some, del- like, health concerns and everything, but it's like, I can't just, like, drop everything right now just because, like, yeah. oh, he has, like, this one thing. So, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Do you feel like you regret the, that you didn't get to go see him or kind of know? Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, most most certainly. So, then, so for the people listening, that I mean, if you can go, do it. Go yeah, and don't take your time for granted either, because and yeah. that's again something I'm going to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I mean, just like I I most mm-hmm. certainly regret it because like for me, uh, I was going to go visit him and uh, basically like it was, I had some work stuff going on and I was just like, oh, I can't go like I can't go like today because i'm do- I'm busy with something else and this is like i'll wait till next week kind of situation because it was like like i said it wasn't like a pressing matter so i was like i'll wait till next week and guess what that's that's the that's the time when he passed away like in that process of me waiting like he he passed away like d- a couple of days before my plane tickets so yeah, right. because like like i said like i was just like oh, i'll just wait till next week because it, it wasn't a pressing thing so yeah so i can talk about that because I was going almost the exact same situation, right? So my grandpa hadn't been doing very well this whole year. You know, like my grandma's showering him and like, you know, doing the work for two people in life. And that's very difficult. It was hard to watch. And one, you know, I feel guilty not being home because I can't. My job is here. My life is here. And like, I I just, I wish I was there to be able to help her, you know? Um, But so I get the news that like, he's not doing well. He's back in the hospital again. Um, is, you know, he probably won't last much longer. So I had leave scheduled two weeks later. I was going to be home in two weeks. And I was like, man, do I really want to wait? And then I thought about it. I was like, my grandpa would be the first person to be there for me. Like he wouldn't even hesitate. So I texted work. I said, Hey, I'm on the next flight out of here. I'll see ya. And they said, all right, you do you, man. Have fun. Uh, we'll, uh, 
We'll worry about leaving everything when you get back, which is super helpful. And I know not everybody in the military gets to do that. However, our squadron is very good at that. And uh, so I'm super thankful for that. So, you know, I, I paid whatever the money it cost to get that plane ticket home. I went home the very next day and I got to see him. And so, like, the point you're making is if you can go home, just do it because you'll get that last memory that you'll cherish forever because I got to go home and he recognized me and we interacted for like two days and then he finally passed away. But like, I'll be forever thankful that I got that time with him, you know? Yeah. And even if, even if it's not for you, like also just like think about on the other side, like for them, this is like, they got to see you one more time. Like, yeah, imagine exactly. if, you, imagine if, can. imagine if the sides were flipped, like you, you would want someone to go out of their way to come, come visit you. Right. Yeah, yeah, it also made it's it a lot nice. easier I know. on our family to uh, watch us come <clears> in <throat> and, you know, be supportive in that time as well. And yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, like Joey says, it's also for, for your whole family. Like you can help, like I knew my grandma's going to need help. She's a strong woman, but she's going to need help. So I wanted to go home and just be there for her as well. Sorry, Joe, to cut you off. No, you're good. But yeah, so definitely, definitely, definitely. Money's not an object and things like this. I mean, depending on how close you are, but my grandpa was like, like I said, I was super, super close to yeah. him. But I will, so that hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, I will but, also say that in those situations, it is also important not to, if you are found in that position where you don't get to see a loved one before they pass, don't beat yourself up over it because it's one of those things that like it's going to hurt you knowing that you didn't get to see him in their last you know bit of time. But it just makes it a whole lot worse on you if you just continuously beat yourself up over it. And then sometimes it's some things that you can't even control. Like maybe. Yeah, right. Like if it had had work said I can't go. I mean, I pro- I'm not going to lie. I probably would have drove home for at least a weekend or something. I would have drove the 18 hours home. But um, yeah, you can't beat yourself up. Beat yourself up over it. Wow, there it is. Nice Me words. Not Good job. Again. Hey, yo. <laughs> Chris knows words. Um, hey, yo. Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, like Talon's case. Like, I mean, you weren't able to go home, man. So it's like, it's not on you. Uh, so now all you can do is cherish the moments you did have and, you know, relive the, the good moments that you had. Yeah, exactly. Like Joe said, you can't beat yourself up over it because really, like, what are you going to do? Like, you, it, the moments passed. You can't do anything about it. So hindsight is always just, 2020. Yep, exactly. Yeah. All right. So, Randy, we talked about my grandpa a little bit and, you know, I'll, I'll touch back on it with some stories and stuff, but let's hear about your experiences and what we can learn from what you did and what went through. Yeah. So, um, the big reason that I say that I think, you know, I want to go back to when we were saying about whether it was kind of worse sudden or kind of them being sick for a while or something. Um, I would say I think it was worse when it was sudden. So, I had. Th- you know, four, my, all four of my biological grandparents are dead now. Um, three of the four were sick for a long time. And then the fourth one and the fourth one being the most recent one, my grandmother, actually, it's almost kind of ironic we're doing this today because I think tomorrow will be one year from when she passed away. Um, she was, uh, she was sudden and that to me sucked so much more because, my other grandparents, like they were sick, you know, I was kind of prepared for it. And then when they did pass, it was kind of like, all right, you know, this has been a long time coming. It's in a way it's better because now they're not suffering anymore. Um, when my grandmother passed, uh, last October, 
it, it was very sad. Like she was, I actually had seen her like two days before. Um, she was at our house and then, uh, what actually happened and something that I regret from that situation. I mean, there's not any way I could have known this was going to happen, but, uh, she was over and I had, pl- I didn't know she was coming over and I had plans that night. So I only spent a little while with her and then I left. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, thinking to myself, oh, I'll see her again soon. And then right. that wasn't the case. But, hmm. uh, anyway, so she ended up falling there was some kind of complication with it. She came home from the hospital and probably shouldn't have. And then the next morning they had found her, you know, she had passed. And that was, that was really, really difficult. And, um, I wanted to talk, like what I really wanted to touch on more than anything was what helped me kind of deal with it. So I chose to go to work. I was actually off from work the day it happened. I chose to go to work the next day. And I mainly did it because I just wanted to try and like keep my mind off of it. And uh, I went to work and I was just having a horrible day. Like no matter what I did, it was just like kept crossing my mind and I felt like shit. And uh, I know I, I mentioned, you know, a few times already throughout this podcast that baseball is a big part of my life and always has been. And uh, I think a few of our patients at work could tell something was wrong. And, you know, of course, it being October, that's playoff baseball. So, um, you know, a couple of patients came up to me. And they started talking, hey, what'd you think of that game last night? Like, what'd you think of the Yankee game? What'd you think of the Dodger game? And, you know, we just got talking about it. And next thing I know, like, I felt a lot better. Like, I, I got talking about something that I love and something that I'm passionate about. And uh, I kind of like the thought even crossed my mind, like, hey, like, I actually kind of feel good right now in this moment. So right. a lot of, you know, dealing with it is also like finding ways to almost be distracted from it and like not saying that you shouldn't grieve over it, but you also need those distractions because you can't grieve 24 seven. Like you'll drive yourself insane and you'll drive yourself into depression. Yeah. You need to find those little moments of joy. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. And, you know, even if it was a could- 10 or 15 minute conversation, even if it was a five minute conversation, like it was five minutes, I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so my, my whole year has kind of been like that is, you know, I had hit another rough patch earlier on in the year. It's been a real shit year for me, um, that we'll talk about in future episodes. And since then I've done, I've been a yes man, not like, yes, like brown nosing someone, you know, like doing whatever they ask, but brown nosing me, you, you, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, no, but like, if someone's like, do you want to go out? You want to go hang out? I was like, yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, I'm not doing anything. So, yeah. to me, like, this entire year, I've been so busy. I've, I'm have i playing hockey, like, three times a week, going biking, the gym, work, barely, but, you know. So, yeah, you're doing all these things that yeah make you happy. So, yeah. Well, not even necessarily happy, just, like, keeping busy. Uh, so, then when I went home, you know, my grandfather, whole situation happened. Obviously, those, those few days sucked really bad. Um... But, you know, I kept busy. I kept, I mowed the lawn for my grandma. I did stuff around the house for her and just kept busy that way. And then I, when I wasn't with her, I was with my college buddies going down to the beach and just drinking, having a good time. And people might be like, well, how could you do that? You should be grieving. Not really. I mean, everyone deals with it different, you know? So I had my grieving time and I split it and then I went and had fun to try and relieve myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we, we traveled New England. Yeah, so that was so after my grandpa had passed, me and Rumsey, well, I had a wedding 
this this was really shitty too is that my best friend Brandon got married so I had a viewing on Friday a wedding that I was best man in on Saturday so I had to uh give a speech and everything and then Sunday another viewing and then funeral on Monday that, I was just gonna so, bring that up <laughs> yeah so my mental state I had to flip a switch man like it was difficult oh, but man. I needed it. That and was it, such. It like, actually yeah. worked. That was such like a roller coaster of emotions because I went. I went to the second viewing with Chris. I actually drove Chris back up from Delaware, and it was like, you know, we had yeah. this wedding the night before. We had a blast. Like it was so much fun. We were all drinking and like hanging out, and then you know, not only to like get up four hours later, hung over his ship, but then you know, oh, yeah. and, and and make that drive, but then to know what we were making that drive for it just made it so much worse. Like it made it suck so much. And like, and I knew Chris's grandfather and he was an awesome guy. So, I mean, I can't say it hit me nearly as hard as like Chris or Joe, but like I felt bad too. Cause he was a great man and like, you know, a great person the world lost. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so after that, you know, roller coaster of emotions, uh, I came back down to Delaware, back down, made the drive back. Uh, and then I picked up Rumsey from Philly and then I told myself, all right, you know, like I dealt with that. He's gone. I've done what I can. Now I'm going to try and enjoy life because he would want me to be happy. So me and Jared made that whole two week trip, almost two weeks, uh, just New England all over, like one night in a new place every day. It was so fun. Yeah. Like, like nomads. Yeah. Like, so relaxing. There was no dull moment. Because you get to one place, you do some hikes, you sleep in a hotel the next night. Next morning, you're on your way to somewhere else doing another hike and then in a whole other city. And it was so much fun. And keeping that busy really, really helped me. So I think my advice to anyone going through a rough time losing somebody is find something you enjoy. Like have your grieving moments, right? But then find something you enjoy and just, you know, take yourself out of the world. Just go do you, do what you love and immerse yourself in that. And then you will come out feeling so much better on the other end. Yeah. Because on the flip side, if you don't find something positive, something that you love to do, then you're going to find something toxic to get into. Hey, Jared, uh, as we're still talking talking. about their grandfather, uh, maybe Joe wants to talk about it, something. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. I I think what was failed to mention was that I was involved in all of this, too. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't worry yeah, uh, you Christmas could have rode home with us we offered it i drove myself oh, yeah. joey was also hungover and drove himself yeah no no worries i wasn't oh, there the entire idiot. time that's cool that's cool that's cool <laughs> but but no i do i have a story to tell and everything on top of that so um oh, great. I'll, I'll pass it back to jared then I'll, I'll come back to me here oh no man you go ahead go all ahead. right smoke take really the floor it's all you yeah. buddy okay yeah. well um but yeah, so I, I think I've mentioned it a little bit uh, on these podcasts so far, but death has honestly and sadly become part of my life recently. So uh, normally in the Air Force, um, I do maintenance. I fix jets, but I'm on a six-month rotation where they sent me to a thing called Honor Guard, which is where we do military honors for funerals. So for all the veterans and retirees that pass away, we... um. We go out there and we do a ceremony and present the flag to uh, to the people who who lost their loved ones that were prior service. So, um, from what I've learned from that is that everyone handles death differently, and like I, I get to see it firsthand pretty much every single day. Now I go to funerals all 
you know, between Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, all that stuff. And I kind of see some people, you know, are joking about it. They're laughing about it. They're having a good time. They, they're in memories. And then there's times I go to funerals where these people are bawling their eyes out and it, everyone handles it differently. And I think when you're put in that position, you figure out which kind of person you are. Normally people see me, I'm an optimist. So I, I, I handled death by optimist the, prime. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I normally I'm able to like really brush death off my shoulders um, and, you know, I make jokes about it and I laugh because normally the people that I see go, you know, they, they wouldn't want me to be, you know, sad. You know, of course, you're going to miss them that they're gone, but you can't let it overtake your life and everything like that. Um, I actually just recently had a friend pass away just before my grandfather passed away. So my, my yeah, you've had a busy few few weeks here. Yeah, yeah, it, it's Damn. it's been a bit it's rough. Be hard, not in the fun. So way. uh, yeah, now, um, one of my friends was I've known him for about two years. Uh, he was training for the military. I've known him since I was in Charleston, which is about two years ago now. And you know, he came to Dover. We were both stationed at Dover together. Uh, I didn't really hang out with him too too much while he was here, but of course, you know, we would always hang it out. Um. You know, every time we saw each other, you know, it just, it was, we, we bonded. It was nice. And, uh, we joked around about the gym a lot. And, uh, lo and behold, when I got to Honor Guard, he was there and he was actually a trainer. So he was training me for Honor Guard. And I believe it was the last day of the first week I was there in training. So it was that Friday. Um, you know, I was there. I saw him. He was, um, you know, we were joking around. You know, we made a joke about me not doing leg day. Before I left, and <laughs> never skip leg. What day. else is new? Uh, always, so always skips leg day. Always skip leg day, dude. True, Nerd. Bro. True, bro. But yeah, so I, I had, I had seen him then, and we, we left. We left for the day. We were done. We we're about to go to the weekend, and I was actually in the process of um, getting this rental on the house I'm in currently, and I go, I pick up the keys from my landlord and I'm on the way back to my friend's house to, you know, take care of some stuff with him. And as I'm driving down this road, I look off to the side, whole bunch of emergency vehicles, you know, ambulances, you know, you know, the whole nine yards were there. And I'm like, oh shit, must've been a bad accident. Something like that. Come to find out the very next day, um, I get a text from my shop, my honor guard. They told me to come in for a mandatory meeting. I'm like, I don't know what that's about. My friend ends up calling me about an hour later. He asked if he had seen uh, my friend who had my friend. He's like asked if I had seen his uh, motorcycle. And I'm like, nah, he normally drives his truck to work. And um, he's like, yeah, well, apparently someone from uh, his hometown, he labeled his hometown age, everything had uh, apparently someone from Dover Airman passed away. And I kind of like put two and two together. I'm like, oh, shit, that's him. And we got there, I got to the meeting and they confirmed it that he had passed away and it, it hit like a truck. It was, it was tough. Um, never, never saw it coming. He was a great dude, always positive. And I saw some of my close friends just break down because we all end up going down to his funeral in North Carolina and, you know, they played taps and did their, the 21 gun salute for him. And all my friends just broke down there and I was there just trying to be supportive it was it was yeah. a rough time. Yeah, that's rough, man. Yeah, I didn't realize you drove past it, and you know, yeah, yeah that's crazy. <clears throat> yep, I saw it. it. It like hit me the it hit me that day or that next day. I'm like, wow, I really passed his accident and didn't know it was him. 
Wow. You know yep. what though? That's rough. You need That's... you need people like like how you were at the funeral. You need people like that there though. Right. So yeah, my friends were crying like me. It definitely brought some tears to my eyes, but I was able to relatively hold it together. I think the shittiest part of this story was that didn't involve me, but him and another dude in honor guard became best friends while they were there. And that guy made the friend who passed away the best man at his wedding, which was the very next day. It was that, oh, sat- oh it was that Saturday. He died on Friday. Yeah. Jesus. No way. Dude, they, they canceled the wedding for him. And the guy went down to North Carolina and presented the flag to his parents. So wow, it was very touching. To, yeah, it, it was awful. Well, that's, that's awesome that he did that. Though. Yeah, it was very nice. Again, that's kind of like one of those things of advice, you know, take advantage of that because uh, I know it meant a lot to the family. And like, obviously, you know, now there's not too many people that are going to find themselves in that position, but just take care of each other in those situations because that's a very, it's a very tough time for some people and other people handle yeah. it differently than others. That so takes how some- did you... That takes some mental strength from that guy, though, because he lost his best friend, canceled his wedding, went to the funeral. Yeah, like that, that that took some strength right there. Absolutely. I had a massive amount of respect for him in doing that. Yeah. So how did you guys as a whole, like your whole honor guard team, I guess, how did you bounce back and, you know, how, how are you moving forward? You know, we all stay, we all stay positive. The, and the guy in charge of NCOIC, um, he put up a star in the middle of the room in memory of him. And, you know, we, we came in that following week and, you know, there were some people who were still like really beat up over it. Like some of the closer friends to him, um, they, they were definitely hurt and the rest of us really kind of like came together and were just supportive of them in that time and, you know, helped them out. We took him out. Um, I think we did some drinking. I think that past <laughs> the past like uh, well, the following two I think the following two or three weekends like we had parties and memories like all of my friends were drinking for this guy. <laughs> no, they Pour were one pouring, out. they were pouring them out for the homies. Pouring them out for the homies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I'd pour but one yeah, out but I'm in my room man. and I I don't want to ruin my carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to take up a long <laughs> amount of time but I know I did, but it was just one of those th- stories I really wanted to share. No, I mean that that's you know it's all about stories and experiences so people now know like what you went through and then well, a few weeks later grandpa passed. Exactly. So, I mean, and that was one like, of those yeah, and I was watching him struggle with dementia for like the year straight from there and I I know obviously you weren't around because you couldn't be because of your work, but um I would go up and visit whenever I could. They only lived 30 minutes away and just like watching his mental state deteriorate and like for me that was one of those situations where I knew it was coming. So it's kind of like easier to process, but it's yeah. in the end, like it still hurts and you're just glad that you could have been around for them. I think I was struggling more like when mom had called me and said, hey, pop's probably not going to make it much longer. Yes, that hit me. I I lost it, dude. Like I didn't talk to anyone for a few days. Uh, I played hockey. I just, I, you know, I wasn't there. Right. Um, so. My my head was elsewhere. I was on the ice skating, and I was just like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Um, but you know, I scored a goal, and you know, I did the you know, I played. It was it was just a dropping game, nothing special, but it, it felt nice to score a goal, and you know, like feel like I did it for him. Um, and then yeah, man, I don't know. I'm I'm more at peace knowing he's not struggling, and knowing that Grandma is now 
you know, not having to deal with all of that. Yeah, it was and a lot she's of stress. Gonna, yeah, I mean, she's going to... She was married for 62 years, guys, to my That's grandpa. That's incredible. She got married yeah, at 17. Crazy. So, uh, wow. so I told my grandma, me and her will be single this year together. So <laughs> She, did, she yeah. did awesome with it, too. Like, she was talking to me. She was asking me more how I was doing. I'm like, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. She's... I mean, both of them were just like... Don't worry about us. What's up with you? Yeah. Like, how can we help? Yeah, you? they they would put themselves way. They would help out anyone over themselves. Yeah, yeah. And that's sure. what you know. Like, like growing up, I spent I spent more time with I think my grandparents than I did with my own family. Like my parents, um, you know, I would always bike over. They lived on the other side of town, so I just ride my bike over there, hang out with them. You know, they taught me countless lessons in life. Um, lessons so learned. Be like thankful. Doug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like Doug. There's but, a shirt. Uh, yeah, so I mean, like, I guess the whole, the whole point of this episode is to, is to move forward and you know, like, take your time to grieve, but don't let it haunt you and don't yeah. drown in misery. You know, like, find stuff you love and do that stuff. Right. Right, and um, that was actually just to kind of bring that back around as well. Um, I was in high school when uh, when my grandmother passed away. And again, that one wasn't quite as my other grandmother, I should say. Um, that one wasn't quite as traumatic as this one recently because that was kind of like a long time coming, and she was sick for a while. But you know, even still, it it still sucks. Like nothing changes the fact that it sucks. And uh, you know, I had it was during the summer. I had a baseball game the next day, and my parents and my coaches were like, "You don't have to play." And I was like, "No, I want to play. Like I want to play more now." Yeah. And I ended up playing. I had a great game. I actually, I remember I had, I was like, I think I was like two for four with like two doubles and a couple RBIs. Like, you know, it was awesome. And it was such a great way, like, to just kind of release some of like the stress and like the anger and sadness. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like you want to prove to them that like you're, you know, you can still be there and you, you want to like work for something, like have right. a reason to play well that day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of makes you feel like somebody's watching over you that day too. Yeah, exactly. So one of the one of the things that you mentioned, Chris, is you know, and I think Randy, well, pretty much everyone is everyone deals with loss in a different way, and I think it also depends on you know how old you are and how mature you are at the time of you know experiencing this loss. Yeah, like for me, I don't, I haven't lost anyone recently. I mean, thank God, but I lost my grandma. Um, she actually had dementia and she passed when I was about 12 years old. And, you know, that was difficult. You know, she was also dealing with that for months and we had to, she was in our house under hospice care and it was hard watching that, watching her, you know, fade in and out of, you know, a conscious state of mind. She would be fine one minute and then the next minute she wouldn't know where she was or anything and it was really difficult but I was also young and I didn't really have a strong connection with her you know because I was just a young skateboarder kid all I cared about was myself we gotta, we gotta but, show the world your your hair oh my god oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> the I'm hair intrigued. I'm intrigued yeah my now. hair was past my shoulders cringe I wore the baggy pants the 
The skull Ooh, cap beanie. Oh, hell and yeah. And he, oh. you know what? He tried to relive his glory days skating a few he weeks ago. He was a skater boy. Oh, no. Sprained his ankle. He's too freaking old now. I sprained my ankle. Yeah, I'm User. getting old. Geezer. <laughs> but, so the funny thing, the funny thing about dealing with loss when you're younger is I realized about 10 years later when, you know, I was, actually this was about two years ago. I really started to reflect on loss of friends and family and uh, I started to think about my grandma a lot. And then my sister actually happened to message me and say that she was going to send me something in the mail so she needed my address. And a couple weeks later, I get my grandma's life journal in the mail. She printed off a copy for me. Wow. And I guess like in the last year or two of her life, she wrote down her life journal and that really helped me really connect with her on another level. Hmm. And wow, that's awesome. It was weird because, you know, if you ask, you know, people ask you like if you could talk to one person from the past or like one famous person or someone who's no longer here, who would you talk to? And I like now I almost always like immediately say my grandma and I feel like Though I didn't have a strong connection with her when I was younger, I still spent a lot of time there and, you know, she's still part of my family and I saw all my family members go through it and I wish I did have a stronger connection with her. So how I deal with that now is I just try to be the best person I can be and, you know, try to do things in her memory because she was after reading that journal we have a lot in common and she was really a great person. Yeah, that's awesome. I right. never yeah, thought great. about that is like writing down I mean that's that's your legacy, right? You could put your life on paper. Well, hey, for us. it's 2020. We're going to have this recording. We have the recording. Like we're going to have Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have MP3 files for people to listen to about us like down that's the road right. people will hear our voices and I think that's awesome. I think that's very important to pass on. Yeah, I mean, you just think about like just a lot of people probably just see as like just a single person, like if they did maybe not didn't have like a huge impact on the world, but like just imagine like their life over all their years, like how much experience and everything that that one person has had, like just imagine Dare putting that on like a paper. How many lessons had they learned? Oh, he said the thing in the thing. <laughs> the thing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, like, I know, like, for me, like, I mean, even, like, my with my grandparents that are still alive, it's kind of hard to, like, to go, like, talk to, like, my grandpa and be like, hey, like, tell me, like, what your childhood was like and stuff like that. Like, it's just kind of a weird conversation to have. But, like, honestly, I wish that I knew that information just because it's, like, there there's so much knowledge in just, like, one person's mind of just, like, everything that's happened throughout their life. Yeah, you know, right. it's. It's it's super important. Like, ask those questions. You know, you don't know what you don't know. And, like, you could have a family member or a close friend that you know, can just tell you one little tidbit of information that makes your life that much easier. And, you know, that's what we're trying to do here on this podcast. Um, so, to me, that's that's super important. So, you know, we talked about today, just, you know, move forward. It's, it's important not to just be stuck in in a cloud like your head is elsewhere if you need someone to talk to reach out uh that's you know i can't stress that enough is you know any mental mental state you need to reach out you need to get help whether it's friends family professionals you know like don't be afraid to reach out because 
I was there. I was at that point. I reached out to a bunch of friends and the support I had will never be forgotten. Like it was, it was awesome. Um, so yeah, so just move forward, do what you enjoy, have your time in grieving, but like move forward in life and take time off. Just, you know, isolate yourself from the negative stressors in your life for about a week and just you know, go on a hike, go on, go in nature. To me, nature is the most soothing thing there is in the world. And that's what I did. And that's how I came out of this a lot stronger. All right, guys, this has been Lessons Learned. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and go follow our other social media pages linked in the description from all of us here at Lessons Learned. Have a good day and see ya! See ya.